Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mesil Sisharam in English. We are middle chapter 22. We're discussing the traits of someone who is humble. And what we've discussed is, number one, his outlook really is important. That an Anav's outlook, <clears throat> someone who's humble, he needs to really have the proper outlook. And one of those things are is making sure that <clears throat> any quality or any credit he has, he doesn't let it get to his head. So he said, if someone's smart, he realizes that it's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He also realizes that he's not perfect. So therefore, he shouldn't, you know, just because he has something that someone else doesn't have, there are plenty of things that he doesn't have that other people have. If he's rich and, and he, he has a responsibility to give staka and all those things, once he realizes that they're very much dependent on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, <clears throat> his attitude and his outlook of those things, those qualities completely change. It's, it's, a, it's almost like a, it, it's, it's a reaction based on the outlook, which is why it's so sincere. It's not a faking it. It's really sincere when you have that attitude. So furthermore, he also so he he says also. Now we're going to bring some more examples. We're talking about David Melech. David Melech also said that he that he he quoted different things that that that, that he said. Um, you see what Hakadosh Baruch Hu also praised Klal Yisrael. He says here that Hakadosh Baruch Hu praised Klal Yisrael not because you are greater than all the other nations is why Hashem wanted us. We are. We're the greatest nation. Um, the greatest nation in the we're, we're God's nations, or the greatest nation in the world, and that did not get to our heads. Hakadosh Baruch Hu was very impressed that it did not get to our heads. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu said to the Jewish people, "My children, the reason why I desire you as my nation is because even when I bestow the greatness upon you, you humble yourselves before me. I granted greatness to Avraham Avinu by making him wealthy and a leader of nations. And what did he say? He said, "I am earth." And ashes. I granted greatness to Moshe Rabbeinu and to Aaron Akoin. And what did they say when they went to Kaisra, when they went to Kaddish Baruch Hu to beseech Rachamim, mercy, after we sinned with the golden calf? He says, What are we? What are we to you? What are we compared to you? And I granted greatness to David and Melech. He had the greatest kingdom in the world. And yet he said about himself, I, but I am just a worm, not a man. Now, it's important. To really be clear that they didn't think they didn't they weren't depressed they didn't feel good about themselves it was mainly just to understand that whatever I have it doesn't make me the better per a better person um, you know or an elevated person better than anyone else at all it's a gift from Kaddish Baruch Hu um, it's kind of like uh, I would want to say that um, I, I I don't know if it's a good example but imagine. You know, that uh, your father is the CEO of a massive company and there's hundreds of employees or whatever it is. And they're uh, not even, even, even the small amounts of employees, 50 employees, 100 employees, who cares? No, no, that's going to take away the, it doesn't change the message. Now, your father decides to give you the company. You are now the CEO. You didn't, now, there are other people that are qualified, but he wanted to give it to you because he's your son and he wants to give it to you and he loves you and he wants to give you a, a source of income there's a certain when you know that that position of ceo everyone knows you got it because your father gave it to you that's it you know you have a certain 
there's, I don't want to say a certain shame, but there's a certain feeling you have. And that's, you know, that's exactly David and Melch who realized that. David Melch understood that. I'm the king. Akadosh Baruch gave to me. He could take it away any second. I, you know, it's not, uh, you, we can't let it get through our heads, know exactly where it came from. All this, the ability of these giants to humble themselves despite their greatness, because they were incredible people, all came from the fact that a person with a logical heart does not allow himself to be persuaded to haughtiness on account of any positive quality that, that, me, that he may have attained. Excuse me, because he knows with certainty that even by virtue of his positive quality, I still have not emerged yet from my lowliness due to my deficiencies. Other things, I'm not a perfect person. There are things, there's so many things I need to work on and I just don't have him. And also because even in those very mitzvahs that he has gotten, I could probably do them even better. So don't we don't want it to get to our heads. <clears throat> Furthermore, even if one had no other deficiency, the guy is amazing and perfect. Other than the fact that he was born from flesh and blood, that he's a human being and he's mortal, that alone is enough for him to, to uh, feel insignificant and inferior, for any feelings of superior, superiority to uh, completely to, to take over him. Because you consider this, any positive quality that he gets, like we just said, is nothing but a kindness from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made you the CEO of that trait. And he still gave it to you. So we have to, we have to appreciate it and we have to be humbled by it and know that we got this from HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a gift that can be taken away at any second. So what can this be compared to? This is a, Oh, this is a great example. To a poor person, and destitute person receives a benevolent gift. One cannot feel. So imagine this. <clears throat> you know, this is a great example. I, I should have waited. Should have waited. Ramchal gave a beautiful. Is giving a beautiful example right now. A guy is very, very poor, and all of a sudden he won the lottery or whatever it is. He got a gift from his father. He inherited from his father a billion dollars. And now he's a billionaire overnight. You know, does he feel like, you know, the world will not give him the right, first of all, the world won't give him the respect you know, that, that uh, of, of uh, someone like uh, who earned his wealth, but this is someone who he was given, that's exactly what it is, even someone who earned his wealth, remember, it's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. but even so, right now, this is a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and you have to understand that uh, when you have a gift like that, you can only feel a sense of uh, benevolence because you received it. And, and, and the more you realize that it's a gift, the more ashamed you feel at a point. So it is with this matter for any person whose eyes are, are open to view himself objectively, he will feel shame and not haughtiness when he considers that he attained good qualities as gifts from Hashem. As David Amalek said, how can I repay you, Hashem? All the benevolence is upon me to repay You've given me such great things. How can I repay you? In fact, we find that greatly, we, we find that there's some great tzaddikim that were punished because despite all their piety, they took credit for their achievements regarding Nehemiah ben Chalchila. It says like this, there was no safer. Nehemiah was great. He brought Klai Yisrael back to do tshuva. He brought Klai Yisrael back, he was a, and he was a Navi. So why is there no safe in the called? Because he credited the Tshuva Klai Yisrael to his Musa, to his, uh, and as a result, the safer is called Ezra. Similarly, Chizkiyot, king of Yehuda, he said, behold, the peace is bitter for me, 
a bitterness because the peace for which he had daven for that was subsequently granted is bitter for me because Chizkiyot, he davened, um, he said, in, in, in merit of my mitzvahs, in merit of my good deeds, please save Klal Yisrael. And he should have said in the merit of Klal Yisrael, not for his good, good deeds. So HaKadosh Baruch answered, I will shield the city and save it for my sake and for the accord with, and for the agreement I made with the sages of blessed memory. I'm sorry, in accord with the statement of, of blessed memory. Those the sages, they said very clearly, anyone who depends upon his own merit in prayer as did Chizkiyot, the fulfillment of his prayer is made dependent upon the merit of others. That means you have to dive in. <laughs> it's, it's a very simple thing. It's an equation. Don't, don't say in the merit of what I might, of my good deeds, you should save Klai Yisrael. That was, he was faulted for that, even though he was the result of Klai Yisrael's doing tshuva as well. We see that one should not even credit himself for his good deeds. And certainly one should not elevate himself or become haughty on account of them. Now, truthfully, all this that we just spoke about <laughs> would be appropriate to take to heart by one of the people. What we're talking about, don't, <clears throat> don't credit all your good deeds to yourself and don't credit, don't, don't um, keep your mind in check. He was giving advice and um, aids and guides for someone who is like Avraham, Moshe, Aaron, and David, and all these other pious people that we mentioned, but we are so distant from them. We are so distant from them. And you know, I, and I always remember this, um, just to give you a sense of how distant we are. We know Karach, uh, not, uh, uh, yeah, Karach did a terrible thing. He went against Moshe Rabbeinu and rebelled against him because he wanted to also have the kahuna and so on. He wanted to be a Nasi, and the, the ground swallowed him, up, swallowed him up because he caused a, a, a macha, like a rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu. And I remember listening to a share from Rav Victor Miller, he was, when he got onto this point, I think it was even in the Sosram, he was talking about this point, he said, you have to understand how great Kairach was. He was a thousand times or a hundred thousand times greater than the Gadol Adar today, than, than any great Rosh Hashiva. He was on a tremendous level. So you just understand, it was like, you know, we can't understand that we are so far removed from that sense of holiness, from that sense of the avoda, from that sense of a person. So we don't need to think that far. We just have to look at ourselves and say, wow, look where we are in life. Look, look how materialistic we are. You know, how do we do our mitzvahs? Are we doing them appropriately? <laughs> I mean, can they be done so much better? We have so much room for growth, which is the point. So if you have all these things, we have so many deficiencies, okay, that, and he brings down here, even the greatest scholar today is so far removed from the students of the students of the students of the Tanaim, even. So we don't have, we don't have so far to reach, so far to look, to really reflect in ourselves and give ourselves any sense of haughtiness whatsoever. <clears throat> so that concludes now the, 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 the component of of outlook. We said there's two components to humility. One is the outlook. Now, once we have our mindset and our outlook, now we can move over to conduct and how an anav should act, which will continue on the next podcast. See you next time.